Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are extremely, well, I guess I can only speak for myself, but I am extremely excited to talk to Jordan today about Never Have I Ever. Um, It's a new Mindy Kaling Netflix show, and... There's so much to talk about. (laughs) And I don't want to give all of my feelings away right now. So I'll just zip it and let us go to news because once I get talking, I won't be able to stop. Yeah. So Jordan. (laughs) Sorry, go. No, I was just going to say like, we're, we're going to be gushing about this show. So. Okay. Uh, TV news. What do you have, Jordan? Well, um, something I'm very excited about is HBO renewed Insecure for another season. Yes, they did. So happy. Something yeah, to I, live for, you know? Totally. And I also kind of, why did I keep thinking that these were like the final seasons of certain shows? I kind of had that idea in my head for Insecure, but I'm glad I was wrong. I'm glad you're wrong too. I don't know why you had that in your head, but <laughs> I'm glad it was... You we put your head on straight. Yeah, it was a, I was so I was really pleasantly surprised by that news. <laughs> they have released a trailer and a release date for Rami season two. Mm-hmm. Yes. And oh, it looks really good. Mahershala looks amazing, and his role in the show looks really interesting. And I'm just like really excited. I forgot how much I love that show. I never forgot, but like. I'm just glad it's coming back. Totally. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yes. And I feel like that's kind of a show that I always, I really loved, but I felt like not that many people talked about. Yeah. And now it's like they have all this hype because Rami won the, did he win the Emmy or the Golden Globe? I cannot remember. I don't remember either, but he, it's, an, it's like now an award winning show. And so people yeah. are kind of like, what is this show? And it's like, well, now you can watch it finally. Yeah, I'm very excited. Oh, and it is released on May 29th. So basically tomorrow is how it feels. Yeah. Who even knows what the date is? Yeah. This was dropped today, and I I don't really know how I feel about it. Um, Nicolas Cage is cat, got cast as Joe Exotic. I just feel like you cast... I'm kind of glad that it's not someone I like. I'm really glad... Yeah, I'm glad that it's not Dax, because I... Never really thought that was that good of an idea, personally. Mm-hmm. Like, he's Shepherd. too young. And, yeah, Dax Shepard. We're on a first-name basis with Dax. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and I, I guess I like that it's someone... Yeah, like, I don't really care personally about them. But it, like, it's also, like, not just kind of, like, a random person. Like, he's kind of a prestige actor. Mm-hmm. Um... But I'm also kind of like, I never want to hear about Tiger King again in my life. No. I'm so over it. Um, I haven't looked into it a ton, but I saw that CBS is producing this. And I'm not even sure if it's like on television or if it's on their streaming site. I don't know. But um, it's definitely a scripted series starring Nicolas Cage as Joe Exotic. And it does make me more curious as to who they would cast for Carol Baskin. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
And did you, didn't, I swear I read like legitimate headlines that said Kate McKinnon was going to play her in something, which I always thought was a bad idea because she's way too young. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure she can do a great impression of her, but I just don't, I feel weird about that. Well, but and can she? Because my favorite SNL girl, Chloe, has been, Chloe Feynman has been the one who di- was the one who even did an impression of her on SNL. It's true. Well, and that's what I was actually just thinking of because Chloe does an amazing impression of her, but she's too young too. Yeah, totally. So it's like, I would never, just because she can do an amazing impression, I would never want her to cast as the actual role. So yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if why we would ever need this show. We don't. It's It's just bizarre to me. I don't really have any other news, do you? No, that was the only news I had. Yeah, light news week. I'm half excited and half bummed because we have a really fun um, top three this week um, doing Never Have I Evers. But Jordan and I realized that we're a, this will be something that I want to talk about actually when we're talking about the actual show Never Have I Ever. But something I really realized this week is A, how basic I am and B, <laughs> How, like, I've kind of dabbled and done a lot of things. So I don't know if that makes me more interesting or less interesting. It makes me feel less interesting now that I have to do a Never Have I Ever. Well, it me- it just means that both of us would probably lose Never Have I Ever. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, because we've both, I feel like we've both, like, led interesting and kind of, like, weird things have happened to us, I guess. That's, like, it was hard for us to come up with things we've never done. Mm-hmm. outside of like illegal things mm-hmm. <laughs> or things that aren't uh wouldn't want to be spoken on a podcast yeah like sordid doings mm-hmm. i'll start out with one okay never have i ever gotten a speeding ticket wow that is really amazing thank you and, i have um, gotten tickets but not for speeding what were they for I feel like that's um, harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, running a stop sign and running a red light. I think those are. I think that's it. Okay, but you did them slowly, <laughs> slowly and surely. I ran that stop sign. <laughs> okay, that's a good one though. Especially because if you were playing, never have I ever. You would get a lot of people out on that one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. so. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, my one, uh, my first one is, um, I've never watched The Wire, which, when I tell people I love TV, sometimes people are like, "Well, how much could you love TV if you've never even watched The Wire? It's the greatest show ever made." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, it doesn't, it doesn't really sound like my cup of tea, okay? <laughs> like, does it have any jokes? Zero jokes? Okay, I'm not gonna watch it. Not into it." Maybe someday I will watch it, but it just sounds really intense. I mean, same. I haven't I haven't seen that either, so. It's like kind of the standard best show ever made. Yeah. Everyone always says that. I think it's hard to get into a show that is like widely known as like quote unquote the best show ever. I think that the hype makes it hard to actually get into because you have to like be paying full attention. And like, yes. feel like yeah, you have to like give it the respect that it deserves. And if you don't, then you're a bad person. 
Yeah. And I do feel like that pressure often backfires for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I, and it just, your description reminds me a lot of when I was watching Breaking Bad much, and which is you did too, much, much later than it was on and everyone else watched mm-hmm. it. And so it was almost, and it, it makes me think about times that I've recommended shows to people that I really love. And I'm like, am I like going too overboard when I'm like, oh my gosh, like, um, I do you don't you love this and this and this and like maybe they didn't love those things mm-hmm. in the same way I did. It's like it's hard to fully like naturally experience something when it's been it's so beloved and has so many there's like so much commentary on it already and stuff. Yeah, like you're not really allowed to have your own opinion, so you better just agree or shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but really, though. And so I'm like, hmm, I wonder how many times I've done that to someone. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot. But, yeah, it's kind of a phenomenon. I don't think anyone does that on purpose or, like... Oh, no way. Legitimately thinks you're dumb because you don't like something. I think people just want people to be as excited about something that they are and are sad when that's not the case. Totally. Which, like, yeah, I... Yeah, again, like, I'm very guilty of that, too. Um... And so it's just interesting when you feel it on the other end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And there are a lot of shows like that. That is just probably, like, the peak one when you tell someone, like, oh, yeah, like, I love TV. I watch TV all the time. And then they're, like, shocked that I haven't watched that show. That makes sense. That's a good one. Thank you. And one we haven't really talked about. Yeah, I don't remember really bringing up that specific show. Yeah. Um, okay, my number two is I've I spend most I used to spend most of my time and money going to concerts, and I've seen almost everyone on my bucket list except for I've never seen Beyonce. Mm. So I've never seen Beyonce live. Never have I ever. Me neither. And she's one where it's like I feel like I was really I could have. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I've been close a million times, but just never did uh-huh. it. Yeah, and that's now, a heartbreak. Are concerts ever going to be a thing again? Who knows, you know? Seriously. On my bucket list, all I have left is her and Frank Ocean. But Frank Ocean is like such a planning on never seeing him unless I go to Coachella. Which He is like once in a blue moon. Yeah, exactly. It's like if the prophecy is fulfilled, he'll... <laughs> be playing live <laughs> somewhere where you can go <laughs> yeah i mean kanye west played at, at the gateway so you never say never <laughs> that's a really good point <laughs> that's funny my i was because i was like kind of scrolling through my bucket list little note in my notes app and my concert bucket list i still haven't seen beyonce is one of them um childish gambino which is mm. really a sore subject. I still. need to add that back on my concert bucket list since I thought I was going to see him. And uh huh, yeah, we purchased tickets to see him, and, and then, then he broke his foot. Stupid so. little boys broke his little foot. <sighs> so yeah, and also Robin. Oh, Robin would be a really good one. Yeah, like That's she does one. European tours every once in a while. She even did some. Didn't she do it like on the East Coast or something? Yeah, and she did like a San Francisco show and an LA yeah, like show, all the but, coastal yeah. big cities. Never anywhere near us. Yeah, but yeah, I would kill to see her. That's not. That's a good one. I feel like I hijacked your list item. <laughs> no, you didn't. You you made it better. Wow, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me for interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, my next one, and this is it's a lot of these are kind of weird because like there's like there you have to kind of know the backstory for this one you do because like I love to travel I have I try I like make a point to try and travel a lot whether that's to other states or to other countries but I've never been to New York City <laughs> like it's so crazy like done a New York trip I've flown out of New York I've like had connecting flights at uh, LaGuardia and JFK but I've never actually like been in the city as a like a tourist uh in New York City tourist or even just a person you know yeah not even a per. I've never been a person in New York City <laughs> only inside of airports oh, that is it is shocking to me because yeah Jordan is a traveler and just can't wait for travel to be a thing again and I'll take you to the big city Jordan wow thanks this this, this country gal <laughs> like it's crazy like I've been to Japan <laughs> never been to new york city honestly so, now it's weird now, now that you've been to japan i don't know how necessary new york city is but... <laughs> uh i gotta go yeah you do um uh, okay for my number one well for all of these i would say i was trying to think of ones that kept in theme with the show never have i ever it was kind of hard the only one i really thought of was I've never been surfing, but I was like that really <laughs> in the show for 0.1 seconds, <laughs> and it's like not even really in the show. Um, but never have I ever just straight up asked someone out, and that is a very big plot in the show. A girl just straight straight up asks a guy out slash to have sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she propositions him. <laughs> yeah, and I've never done either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well neither have i and I, um, i'll put an asterisk and say like i did like ask a guy to like a girl's choice dance in high school but like yeah i did too that. and that those are such like at least for, in my in my group of friends that i would go to dances with it was kind of like you i was never even dating a person that i went to the dance with yeah like it was always just kind of like who's left like who we kind of like picked <laughs> <Last> picked <laughs> that was like kind of a Freudian slip <laughs> no, it was always like who like no, we had to we like all, kind of like we really wanted to go to the dance we all we all played nose goes <laughs> no we like would kind of like assign out and like some people would say like oh, I'll take him out of our friend group you know like we kind of it was mm-hmm. like you kind of mix it up dance by dance mm-hmm. but it was still yeah, like we still ask them, but I think it's it's far less like intimate than ask and vulnerable than like asking someone out on an actual date. Yeah, especially like post high school times. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, that's a great one. Thank um, you. I also try for my final one. I also tried to stick to the high school dating theme, and I never had a high school boyfriend. Good for you. Yeah, honestly. No regrets. If this show um, did anything, it does teach you that high school aged children are just not emotionally ready to handle those sort of things. No. Well, <laughs> and it's like, it's also funny. Like, I almost wish I could have a peek into like an alternate universe where I did because like my crushes were so intense that I feel like it would be like terrifying if I actually ever dated any of them. <laughs> yeah, that makes like, sense. 
you know, like, but I would like to maybe see what would have happened and then be like, hmm, wow, really do have no regrets about that. Well, and it's funny because, like, I guess I'm just kind of, I'm taking what you've said and kind of leading into discussion on the show because, um, like, when I was in high school, I did have, like, one boyfriend-ish. I, I did have one boyfriend at one point. And I was just, like, I was the opposite of... Davy, David. It's confusing because they all call her different nicknames and names. Davy is like her real name, and then I feel like halfway through the show, what's his name keeps calling her David. David, and it's kind of how... cute, but it's weird. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I was like the opposite of her because I was like, we were dating, but I was like, please don't ask me to do anything on Valentine's Day. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm still like that as an adult. Exactly. <laughs> like I always like I was like pretty boy crazy, but I was like not about romance if that makes sense. Like oh, yeah. typical typical cliché romance is like mm-hmm. never been desirable to me. No. I'll like I'll accept flowers now just because I do actually like flowers, but I yeah. used to tell boys like if a boy sends me flowers, like, eh, I'm not into it. <laughs> well, and I also feel like boys, especially younger boys, like, what kind of flowers are they even going to pick out? Like, exactly. So I'm just like boring ass roses. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to be that pretty. No. Then they buy, I don't, you know. Yeah. And it's I just, just like buying flowers for myself. Yeah. Well, and like flowers for your friends, like that stuff's fun. But like from a boy, it's just like, oh, you heard somewhere that you're supposed to buy a girl flowers. And that girl's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Anyway, uh, basically, it's probably really easy to tell that we both loved this show. Loved it. I was like LOLing the whole time. It was so, it was so funny. And I also think like, it was funny in a lot of like, classic Mindy joke ways but also funny Mm -hmm. on its own like it really felt like its own own show Mm -hmm. like it really stood on its own two legs I don't know I was very impressed it was extremely Mindy um just like mostly in the fact that like almost every single line is like a joke and it's brilliant but I also thought it was brilliant in the fact that I thought that they did a really great job of showcasing the teen mind and like how teens including myself like think that they are like very emotionally intelligent and know exactly what's going on around them and are like very aware of their surroundings even though they're definitely not and Mm -hmm. I think that they just did a really great job of showing that yeah well I have to give props to any show that has like a very flawed protagonist who you're watching and like yelling at the screen like no like you're making the worst decision right now but like you still love them Mm -hmm. because there were several episodes where Davey does things that I was like no 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 like don't do that like Like, don't even say that no but like you still root for her the whole time and you just like want to give her a hug and like you, and you also know, like, she's going to learn a lesson from this. Like, I don't know. It says a lot about the acting and the writing. Yeah. Which I think also says a lot about, um, I'm not even sure, did the same person direct all the episodes? I actually should have 
No, I don't know. I feel like different directors. Oh, okay. And I don't even remember where they like showed that in Netflix credits because it like jumps to the next episode so fast yeah. and stuff. But um, the lead girl, she had never acted before. Like this is her very first <laughs> role in anything, which is so crazy. She was like, so good. She was amazing. Um, I remember when Mindy posted that they were looking for their next lead and they did like a whole like internet casting call. And apparently they had like 15,000 applicants. And oh my gosh. So I, every time I remembered that she has never acted before, I was just like, wow. Because she was really good. Yeah, she was so great. Oh, speaking of Robin. The very first episode starts with a dancing on my own scene and or it doesn't start off with it, but there is a dancing on my own scene in the first episode. And Mm -hmm. any episode of TV that can use that song and use it well, I'm in. Yeah, instantly iconic. So like as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, yeah, I know I'm going to love this. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone that I've talked to about this show so far you know that it's a success because it left everybody wanting so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I'm dying for in season two, which I'm just like waiting for the <laughs> announcement that we're getting a season two, because mm-hmm. it's been number one. Like Mindy posted that it's like the number one show in like every country mm-hmm. on Netflix. This season, there's one episode that focuses on the point of view of a different character than Davy, the lead character. And I was like, okay, I actually want an episode of basically every other character in this cast where I get to, it's like focuses on them. Totally. Like, I really do. I want one of like the mom. I want one of Davy's cousin. I want one of each of her friends. I want one of obviously Paxton. Like every, they did such a good job. Yeah. Like they did such a good job of like each character felt like a real person and we would get, um, looks into their lives but it was mm-hmm. like this person I can tell they have like a full life around them and a full story and I can't wait to learn more about each of these characters which like I don't feel like that happens that often for me when I'm watching the first season of a brand new show mm-hmm. especially like on a streaming service and that's and that's what me and my roommate were both saying like oh like we want we really need like standalone episodes of each of these really interesting fun characters Totally. I think that's a really great point. Something I mentioned earlier that I'll come back to is that watching this, I was like, this feels like it was made for me. There's so many mentions and like call outs to things, just like side mentions that relate to me so much. And I was like, maybe I'm just way more basic than I ever thought I was because (laughs) they mention Riverdale. Riverdale's kind of a little side plot mention. Like, it's so funny that they, like, show footage. Yes, it's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, They also talk about, they say Liv Moss, so Taco Bell. (laughs) They also talk about Jersey Mike's. That was the funniest, most random mention ever. It was hilarious. So funny. And it was really so, like, to know Taylor Goff is to know you gotta love Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. And they mention BTS. Love BTS. (laughs) And lastly, they also mentioned Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. PTA. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I feel like Mindy's in my mind. Or maybe I just, like, think I'm so unique with liking all these things. I don't know. But it's what a weird collection of things, though. Very weird. And lastly, 
I will end on uh, on one of the last episodes. Um, I know what you're going to say. One of the kids is wearing a Utah shirt. That is exactly what I thought you were going to say because we screamed. I just got the chills all over my body because, the, I mean, people who've listened to every episode of our podcast should know that, like, clearly there is something connected with Netflix in Utah. Yes. Like, it's not in our heads anymore. It's official. It's it like they're like, trolling us. It was, like, definitely a choice. It was very in your face, Utah yes. shirt. <laughs> yes. And I was like, where did they get that shirt? It's cute. It's amazing. I want it. Um, And it's like, we know that they have, like, a call center in Utah. But, like, mm-hmm. could that possibly be the reason? It feels like. There's no don't way. They have, don't I they have call centers in a lot of places? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so happy that you said that. I knew that you were going to freak out. It's literally the last note on my list. That's mine, too. It says Utah T with, like, 15 <laughs> question marks. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, One other thing. I don't necessarily want to spoil it because it was a really fun part of the show. The narration. Mm-hmm. It's not the way you think it would be. No. Um, It's from very, inter- comes from very interesting narrators and it was so funny. It's amazing. And actually it, it threw me off a little bit on the first episode, maybe even two episodes I'll say. Um, but then I ended up really loving it and it kind of reminded me a lot of Matilda. Oh, interesting. Does I like Matilda that. have like a guy narrator that kind of sounds like that? I don't know. I just kept thinking about it. That is really brilliant. I never thought about that. And now I need to look up who narrates. Oh, well, you know, who's the narrator of Matilda? Who? Danny DeVito. Oh yeah, that's it. But he uses that. a nicer voice. That's yes. the thing though. That- they are it is a little bit different but yeah this has a male uh narrator and it's like it's so funny hearing this like pretty gruff voice mm-hmm. that and it's from a person you'll probably know um talk about like the inner workings of a teen girl it's mm-hmm. hilarious and it was also funny because something i thought of was like i feel like maybe if this were a less creative show like mindy would have been the one narrating almost as in the vein of like the adult version of Davy is na- doing yes. the narrating, mm-hmm. but I was like, then it would sound exactly like the Mindy Show. Mindy mm-hmm. Show, the Mindy Project is the name of the Mindy Show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it really was like it added this really interesting spin on this show that was really surprising to me. I had no idea going in, so that's why I don't want to like ruin. Yeah, I think it's fun to know. Mm-hmm. But it was very clever, and I really liked it a lot. And they have a different narrator for that one episode where you see a different person's point of view that we mentioned. And that one is also very, very fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun and awesome. Yeah, I loved it. I was just going to say, yes, it does talk about sex a lot. Like Davy's obsessed with sex, but it was very tame. It was tamer than I expected it to be. Yeah, I agree with that. It was just like a lot of mentioning, but nothing like nothing was ever shown. And I was hesitant to even like recommend it to my little sister at first. But then I was like, oh, no, this is actually like it's funny and it's just fun. Totally. It's almost like they talk about it so much in a way that shows that they're like are terrified of sex and don't understand it at all. Yeah. And just dumb teenagers. Yeah. Like some of the episodes were literally TV 14. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and 
I think that that kind of leads into the point I was going to make is that I think it's also kind of amazing that they've made this show about a high schooler, but like here we are 30 ish and like we're, we loved it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think there's a lot of different ages of people who would appreciate and love this show. Oh, for sure. And I think too, that it's like, yes, it's a laugh out loud comedy, but by the end, it was very emotional too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so much going on there, not unlike a human being who's just like more than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. Like, it really just reflected kind of like, especially being a teenager. Yeah. Where it's but like, it also like reflects being like a parent. And so I think yes. a lot of people can see themselves in a lot of different characters. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, it was it ends up being very profound, which is completely unexpected. Yeah, I agree. Just like even from how it's advertised. Like you get what's advertised and then so much more. So much more. Wow, I loved it. I feel like there's one more thing we need to talk about that we haven't mentioned yet, but I'm wondering if we just need to say who our crush of the week is. I'm gonna make a bold assumption that Jordan and I are on the same page. So on the count of three, let's say it. Wait, one- I have a different crush. Oh, you do? Yes. Oh. He's not okay. who the, he's not the hottest guy to me in the show. Oh, you're going to go with Daddy, aren't you? Daddy, yes. Zaddy. He is very attractive. He is a beautiful, beautiful man. I had the hots stronger for him than I had for the other guy. I have Okay, to. well, you're not alone. I had someone, t- one of my friends text me and was like, can I marry the dad? And I was like, oh, sorry, but he's dead. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, sorry, but he's taken by a friend of mine. <laughs> I mean, both age appropriate. How old is the, the dad? High, the high school one might be more more age appropriate. I was just saying they're both over 18. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's I don't true. know how old the dad they're is. They're both legal. <laughs> they're both. <laughs> All I'm looking for is someone legal. <laughs> Bad, cold, Very hard legal. Truth. <laughs> wow the dad's 46 oh whoa he looks like he could be like 39 wow he, that's that's crazy that is zaddy he is my sugar daddy sugar yeah. zaddy anyway okay well i was totally screwed that up no you didn't i feel like i should need to stop trying to force us to say things on the counter <laughs> because they never work out you you always surprise me <laughs> Well, my crush of the week is definitely Paxton. He is the main love interest in the show. And the hottest guy in school. The hottest guy in school. The hottest guy on the internet right now. It brought me great, great, great pleasure and joy to Google (laughs) his name and his age. And first of all, there's another person with the same name. Um, that I think is like a basketball player or something and like something <laughs> showed up and was saying that he was like 46 and I was like what <laughs> oh my god so then I had to put in like actor Netflix or something like that and then I it pulled up that he is 28 years old 29 years old yeah he's and older than you he's older than me I was getting confused because I'm 28 he's 29 <laughs> so like, it was just we, like two hearts one soul <laughs> <laughs> basically (laughs) and he is Japanese and he is just beautiful 
He's beautiful. I love him. He's my new crush, not just of the week, for a while. <laughs> he's a contender for like 2020 crush for yeah. you. He's a great follow on Instagram. He's funny. His hair is just like so perfect to me. Yeah, this this is going to sound stupid, but I almost feel like sometimes I like the guys like he's almost like too physically perfect for me. That's like it's almost like self-preservation is like not letting me be obsessed with him or something like something's yeah. holding me back because he's so perfect. <laughs> is it for I mean, celebrity crushes? <laughs> I was going to say, I th- his body is a little too hot for me to. Like, actually think that I could ever get with him or, like, be that interested in him in real life. But for a celebrity quarantine crush, I'm allowing it. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like his look, like, it's like if I, for, like, your birthday, were going to build a man (laughs) in a, like, a laboratory, it would probably look like him. Wow. Because he has, like... He just has, like, the vibes of, like, your crushes. Thank you. You know? I agree. And it feels really great that someone else would say that. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. The I'm only, serious. The only thing I would ever change about him is his name. Because his name is Darren. <laughs> and it just seems weird. I know. But well, that's how we know he's genuinely 29. That's his only flaw. <laughs> well, I'm also on his IMDb page. And I didn't realize that he's in This Is Us. Yes, he plays a young Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, so like, did did you remember thinking he was super hot? Oh, okay. It's not one of the flashbacks that they do a lot on that show. I don't think so. Dang. That is so, wow. Um, We didn't really mention Darren, or not Darren. Wow, I'm hooked on Darren. (laughs) (laughs) What's the other one's name? Uh, Ben. Ben. Actually, his name in real life is Jaren. (laughs) classic just like just like trying to be on Paxton's <laughs> level but just a couple steps down you know that's so funny Darren and Jaren Darren and Jaren that's really funny I didn't really realize that I didn't either and that is hilarious I wonder if I got it confusing on set they're like we need Darren I'm and then Jaren shows not up Jaren like, <laughs> I bet they You're had hilarious the times in this shirtless scene <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> no, that's rude. I actually, he was like grossly jacked to me. Yeah. Ben, I was like, ooh, why are your arms so gigantic? It's he reminded a me a lot of the brother on um, Wizards of Waverly Place. <gasps> okay. Oh my gosh. I actually, that is one note that I have. It's it's <laughs> people, it's a long list of people that me and my roommate kept saying he reminded us of. Okay, is Nick Jonas also on your list? No, he's not. But a lot of other people. Let me read some of them. Bob Benson from Mad Men. Okay. But he's like, I don't think he's as attractive as any of these people, but there's just like little aspects of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Schwartzman. Okay. Um, Jason Biggs. Okay. Yeah. Um, My roommate said she... Made it clear she did not think he looked like Adam Brody, but she said some of his mannerisms, like the way he talked at times, 
hmm. more like him. He had okay. kind of a Ben Platt energy some of the time. Yes, I see that. Um, he reminded me of one of my boyfriends, Skylar Aston, except not as hot. Like a lot of these, like kind of like short energy guys that have short energy. Um, you know, I just saw that he was in Tag. And he played a young Ed Helms. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's spot on. <laughs> um, and the final person on my list is that at times he reminded me of BJ Novak. Oh, uh, yes. I actually thought that same thing. Like he just had, and you know, like a lot of these are like famous Jewish men. All of them, I think, are better looking than this kid which is rude like he's like in his 20s I just feel like I didn't I didn't like his character and I also didn't think he was like that cute mm-hmm. um especially because like especially at the beginning he was very mean I have I usually I do have problems with shows that kind of I have a problem when they sh- with the whole thing like if a boy is mean to you that means he likes you Right. And like I just I don't like us kind of pushing that, but I did like that we were able to see like his background and see like kind of why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. And kind of once those things were broken down, he he wasn't he was actually a really good person and like He's nice. like well and he's like damaged himself. Yes. I by the end, I really actually enjoyed Davy and Ben's like friendship chemistry like they had a good platonic friendship chemistry going on and Mm -hmm. that i really enjoyed but she didn't really Um, have with paxton as much as right because he's like that unattainable guy Mm -hmm. it to me it's actually it was i've been bringing up a lot the love triangle on felicity because it's kind of similar where it's like you have scott foley playing like the friend he's more nerdy and approachable and then the other guy is like the unattainable high school crush and this and that show are probably the only two times that I've rooted for, like, the unattainable hot guy versus, like, the friend guy. Mm-hmm. Um, be- And I think it's because they did a good job with Paxton's character that he also has a lot of other layers to him. We haven't really learned the full scope of it. Um, Like, that's why I want a whole episode. Like, I want to see, like, Paxton's day-to-day. We have a lot of little little looks into that of like his sensitive side and stuff but he's a really interesting character and so that like i was like i'm rooting for paxton i really like i like his character Mm -hmm. but i don't necessarily hate ben but especially at the beginning i was like this guy is so rude and it's kind of a thing that mindy does because that is how danny is at the beginning of the mindy project yeah it's true like when i rewatch it um he is so mean yeah, and it's like, I don't even know why I'm such Team Danny, because he's Ugh. not that great, but... He's just I'm so hot, him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he's another, like, um, short, dark, hairy man. Yeah. <laughs> like, BJ Novak. <laughs> like, real-life Mindy. So, it's mm. there's just a lot to unpack mm. there. Mm. Very interesting. Maybe this was Mindy answering... All of our questions. Yeah. Is she writing fan fiction about herself, though? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So now we've covered the two male leads of the show. Yes. But we have not talked about my crush yet. 
Oh yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. We can go back home. <laughs> no, no. I wanted to discuss Ben because the it's just I feel like that's that's why this show is so great. There's a lot to discuss. Yes. Like more lot. than you would think about your typical like teen centered show. Like mm-hmm. there is a lot to, going on because we haven't even talked about her best friends who I loved. Oh yeah, her best friends were amazing. her best female friends. They were like so I yeah like they were hilarious. I loved them, but I have to say my crush of this week was the actor who plays Davy's dad who it's not a spoiler because in the first episode he that's in a flashback he they show that he's died his and I really hope I'm not mispronouncing this but it's Sendil Ramamurthy and he a lot of people know him from Heroes which I never watched oh my gosh I actually didn't look up his IMDB but I'm glad you said that because now that you say that I totally remember him yeah, so my roommate was a big Heroes fan, and she was like, oh my gosh, I love him, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was so great. And I thought he was, like, one of the most, like, beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He's so hot. He's like a ghost dilf, is how yeah. I like to talk about him. Ghost dilf. Um, <laughs> Gilf? Gadilf. Gadilf. <laughs> but yeah, he was... Yeah, he's in it. He he's in it more than you might think as a dead character, but um, he was he he was the person that I was having the most uh feelings for. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I don't think you were alone in that. Yeah, that's almost I see uh more people saying that they're team dad than team ben although is that even really true i was just texting someone today about this show and she told me she was team ben namer she needs to be outed i don't know i don't know if i can do that she's like i like paxton too but i like him better as a friend and i was like what i like ben better as a friend like get out of here yeah no i was genuinely shocked paxton has no flaws to me which i think is makes it hard well, I mean, he was he has blown her off a lot, like with his friends and stuff. Like yeah, he sometimes she like, also was kind of rude to him. She's super rude to him. I mean, she's mean to both of them. Yeah. She, I think there's just sometimes when he's just kind of like a typical boy, like laughing yeah. at d- his dumb friend and stuff like that. Like I didn't feel like he was too too annoyingly perfect. Yeah. True. Yeah, I don't know, but I like. I didn't think it was boring either, and I liked him, and I did not like Ben. Also, me and Courtney were discussing this. Maybe, like, the only thing I was, like, felt lacking in the season was that there's no development from her being grossed out when Ben starts tries to kiss her, and then it's like, and then suddenly at the end, she's like, I'm going to make out with you. And I wonder if that just, to me, to me, I was like, I read that as saying it's like, She's not completely like all of a sudden I'm okay. Like she still is going to be impulsive Davy mm-hmm. and stuff. And like he did, he was nice and he like drove her to the beach and stuff. And like, they still have this developing friendship, but it's almost like they still had, they had like a, a good developing friendship when he tried to kiss her and she was like, ew, get away from me. I actually did not read her as being grossed out by him trying to kiss her. I think she was just kind of shocked because she, and she was just like under the pre like in her mind he was unavailable because he had a girlfriend so like to her she had never even really thought of him like that because mm. he was always dating someone so i think she was just genuinely shocked and surprised and i kind of related to that because i feel like 
for me, it's a lot easier to like be myself. And I sometimes end up flirting with guys that I'm not really that interested in because um, I usually think like they're unavailable or like I know I'm not interested in them. So I can like feel like I can be completely myself. And so I wonder if she felt like that and then like was totally shocked when like he tried to kiss her. I didn't really read it as like completely grossed out. Oh, well, no, I completely see that, too. I just feel like, especially when he then kind of tried again and she was kind of like, but had already been kind of like, dude, like, no. Yeah. But there's a lot of nuances there, you know? True. Especially because then it wasn't, she never really, she kind of thought about it a little bit after that. And then, but she wasn't like dwelling on it either. She wasn't like, like she was busy dwelling on other things. Like this was kind of seemed like almost like an afterthought that he even tried to kiss her, you know? So that was another reason why I was kind of like, well, she was just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, that's true. So I almost wish that they had, that they'd shown her maybe like thinking about him a little bit more maybe. Mm -hmm. And then I would be like, okay, then I wouldn't be, because you see him with like plenty of lingering glances at her kind of and like really like showing that he's happy that they're friends and like kind of staring at her sometimes and so it was Mm -hmm. like I wasn't surprised in the audience when he like tried to kiss her and like showing feelings and stuff but I kind I almost wish there'd been like some contemplation from her of being like thinking about it a little bit Mm -hmm. like considering it but then I mean it also kind of speaks to her character wrapped up in Paxton that she couldn't think of anything else yeah, like but I didn't think about her friends, you know? Totally. But then I but it's like it's also like she kind of gave the impression that maybe she's never even been kissed at all before. And so it's mm-hmm. like I still think she would have like yeah, been pretty true. shook up about it. Yeah. But I also think that maybe her decision at the end to be like it doesn't necessarily mean that she like really likes him. It's kind mm-hmm. of like I'm feeling a lot of feelings right now and I know that he likes me and I'm going to go for it and see what happens. Like, we don't really know her thoughts in that moment either. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I, I'm really like on the edge of my seat for season two. Yeah, me too. It definitely ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you loved it as much as I loved it. I'm glad I loved it as much as you loved it. Me too. And like, I'm just glad that I loved it at all. Like, yeah. it's kind of, it's hard when you see a show advertised and you're so excited for it to finally come out. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, like, that was just not that good. Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of like we went through that a little bit at the beginning of Four Weddings and a Funeral. Mm -hmm. But since I ended up loving that show, I'm like, well, you know what? I fully trust Mindy at all times. Yeah. My faith in her has been fulfilled, like refilled back to 100%. Totally. Thank you, Mindy. Thank you, Mindy. Also, it's like Mindy is like kind of the honorary crush of the week too yeah totally just we're just lucky to have her we really truly are um did you see her recreation of a of the met gala look uh yes wow uh, she's a she's a gift from heaven she is straight from heaven i love her <sighs> um well we kind of got um carried away there with spoilers so hopefully you enjoyed that <laughs> yeah that was like a it's like if we did a patreon but uh we don't so yeah you got there this, you go <laughs> you get that for free <laughs> hopefully you guys have all watched never have i ever and if not hopefully we convinced you slash didn't ruin all of the fun for you <laughs>
<laughs> I'm just remembering some jokes we didn't even talk about. So there's still well, like, plenty to there's enjoy. Still so much to enjoy. Like we didn't even talk about um, Niecy Nash. We didn't oh my talk gosh. about how amazing the mom is. Ah, there's just there, like a lot. Like literally, everyone in the cast is perfection. Every character is perfection. There's only one character in the whole show who's not even important that I was like, gross. Get him out of here. Who is that? The, the guy wearing the Utah shirt. Oh, Eric. <laughs> you know his name? <laughs> I'm only looking at IMDb right now. <laughs> oh, you mean Eric? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was going to be my crush of the week, but... <laughs> I felt too self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he is more of my type in real life, probably. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Get me out of this house. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Hope you had as much fun as we did. <laughs> Bye. Oh, Bye.